My girl is banging, she's solo maintenance, don't need no champagne, poppin' entertainment, take her to Wendy's, can't keep her off me, she wanna dip me, like the fries on her frosty. <laughs> what song is that? Holy shit, Fancy Like. <laughs> From Walker who? Hayes, man. Walker Hayes. I don't even know that yeah, track, I'm man. I'm a country boy, man. Oh, you're a country boy? Dodge trucks and country music. Uh, all the time? All the time. Even on the job site? Most days. <laughs> what about then, the rest and, of the crew? That's their problem, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the boss. <laughs> new country, old country. Uh, I'm Classic a, country. I'm a more of a new country guy. I don't You're like a new country guy. Stuff. I don't, no offense. I don't do the lovey-dovey country. Okay, shit. so, so no, you're, you're not, talking not the realistic country. country. Yeah, realistic country. Okay, yeah. I got it. Hunting guns, drinking beer, pickup trucks, <laughs> fucking right. <laughs> Isn't there that joke about if you play the record backwards, everybody That's, gets yeah. their job back, the house back, yeah. the girl back, that <laughs> kind of thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, David, where are we, man? We're, where, where are we at? We're at your showroom. We're at your yeah, office. Yeah, we're at uh, my design center, uh, Luco Design Builds uh, Design Center, 2133 Royal Windsor Drive, Unit 16 in Mississauga. You're giving up all the information too soon, man. You got to let me do all that stuff, man. Oh, I'm looking <laughs> Sorry, forward bro. to this. So, okay, Luca Design and Build, but you also have the shop here, right? Which is the Luca Design Center. Correct. Okay, and then on Instagram, you're Luca Design Built. Luco. Luco, sorry. L-U-C-O. You're Luco Design Built. And then on Facebook, you're also Luco Design Built. Correct. And then email is David at Luco, L-U-C-O dot C-A. Yeah, or info at Luco dot C-A. So anybody, one. that'll yep. get. And the website is www.luco, L-U-C-O dot C-A. That's the one. Owner and operator. Yes, sir. What are we going to talk about? Man, I see 20 years, man. What do you, you look like you're a kid. You look like I'm, you're a teenager still. I'm 38. I've been doing this for quite Holy some time. Cow. I, I put 20, but it, it's been a bit more. You I've do been, not have enough gray hairs to be doing this for 20 years, man. You know beard, that, right? And I just got a haircut today, so you can't see, you can't see the sides. <laughs> you, you just dyed it. You just got just for men going on 100%. there. That's what you got. Okay, the what are we going to talk about today, David? Um, A lot of stuff, man. All um, kinds of stuff. Um, The background, where I come from, and how I was raised in the industry. The work we perform. I want to talk about trades and how good it is to find good help nowadays that's that's a common theme yeah we're gonna talk about expectations and how you should set your expectations for your trades and your clients uh a lot of stuff man quality control everything all of it it's never if we got enough time no, we got plenty of time, right? <laughs> so you're the GC, so you're the head honcho of the business, yeah, yeah. And, and then you figured out where to start, how to do it, and so we got a lot to talk about. I'm pretty sure we're going to ruffle some feathers, probably, which is totally fine probably. with me because yep. there's lots of peacocks in this industry, so yep. we might as well ruffle the feathers. Yep. But off the bat, I want to actually do a little listener uh, email that was sent to me. Mike Dunn. Mike Dunn from Washington in the U.S. His handle is at M1KE and, the word and, IKE24. Hey, Manny, thanks for what you do, man. I appreciate the podcast. Started listening in January. I actually helped uh, find me the motivation to stop listening to people saying that it's saturated market and you won't make it. Mm-hmm. I have finally stepped out on my own, started my own business called Caveman Renovations over here in Washington. My guess, my big question is without having any finished projects, of my own that I can legally use pictures of to promote my skills and what I'm capable of how to promote your work as a new person. I hear people on the episodes that don't promote. Most of it is all word of mouth. I'm just curious, Mike. So he's getting started and he wants to try to figure out how do we, how do we promote ourselves? Because I guess everybody comes from somebody else, but they can't use that work because they're going on their own. Yeah, for me, I worked under my father for uh, a long time, uh, building custom homes for about 14 years uh, in the Oakville, Mississauga, Etobicoke area. Uh, I branched out on my own, and then it's just basically keep your head down, grind, get the jobs done, take a ton of photos, 
social media the hell out of everything, man. Everybody's uh, got a smartphone these yeah, days. Yeah, pay attention to your detail and your work. Make sure it looks good and keep people happy. That's the number one thing. Make sure your clients are happy. You're not blowing their budgets. Stay on track. Stay on you know, schedule and everything will work out, man. Trust me. Just you just gotta you gotta fucking grind, dude. I responded back. I was just saying to him, listen, everybody's gotta start. Everybody's yeah. got that first follower on Instagram. Everybody 100%. started with one. I don't care who you are, even the Kardashians, everybody started with one. I right? had fifteen followers for three fucking months, man. That's it. That's <laughs> it. But the thing is that's fifteen people that knew you. So yeah. everybody's got a beginning. And I just said to him, Listen, you're unique. Everybody in this industry is unique. Just think about what makes you unique, makes you that contractor, that type of contractor. What do yep. you want to specialize in? What do you want to be known for? What how do you want to perceive your business, your guys, your team, everything? You gotta think about how do you want to promote your brand how it's going to look online on site Absolutely. just keep on thinking about these things and then also i mentioned to him mike don't forget you're going to have those bad days you're going to have those crappy days you're going to have those questionable days where the clients or sub trades or suppliers or anybody else is going to like question whether or not you should even continue in this industry and i just said to him go back to the beginning when you actually had a love for it and you really had a passion for it and think about what got you started that'll keep you motivated it that'll keep you as well like i i i at one point i walked away from this industry did you i walked we'll away get into that yeah I, I built custom ice rings for a company called custom ice rings and so I you said, left construction altogether construction i'm sick of people i'm sick of trades i'm sick of dealing with the we got to talk about that, Dave. We got to talk know, about uh, that, like man. Like you said, I found the passion. That's and, all it is. And it's in me. And I went back and I, I, I grinded and I grinded for many years to get to where I am. But you just got to keep on moving forward, man. So, Mike, I hope that helps. Stay in touch, please, dude. I really appreciate you reaching out and listening Thanks, to the show. Okay. So now on with the uh -huh. show with David here and Luco. Where did it all begin, man? Where did it all begin? Dad. Was it my, just my dad? My grandfather, no, no. I'm going to call him no, no. Okay. So you're going to go further back now. Oh, yeah. So immigrated here already yep. here. Immigrated here from, from Italy. Uh, what part? He is from Frosinone, a little town called Morolo, just south of Rome, Lazio. Okay, region. I'm not familiar so, with that one. Okay, and um, yeah, came here. He worked for CN for many many years, but he also uh, built numerous homes that they lived in. It was, construction was always in his blood. And then my dad kind of followed suit. Yeah, me too. You know, it was funny because your dad just, got into the CN or got into he construction. He got into CN and then construction, landscaping, landscape construction, and then construction. This um, would have so, been what the seventies, eighties. Uh, would have been uh, my dad would have been the eighties. Your grandfather would have been early nineties, and then my dad stepped out of it and then went back into it. So okay, I followed him, and man, as a kid, fuck, I remember it was like. 10 years old not even maybe eight filling up wheelbarrows of screening at our house and <laughs> just i don't know i just loved it from day one and, and we never called child services by the way not then. okay no because <laughs> child services didn't exist okay 100%. so just everybody so, know you know i just i just I, I grew up in it it's in my blood and um you know I, I worked with my uh with my old man for many many years and i learned a lot from him and other people as well but was he um, a good teacher very was he strict? If I fucked up, I'd do it again. And it came out of my paycheck. That's exactly how you yeah, teach. Exactly. <laughs> that's how exactly how. It's funny how that's how you teach, and so that's how you learn. Uh -huh. That's how it works. Measure three times, <laughs> four times if you have to. <laughs> we don't have that these days, though. No, everybody's in a rush. Is man. that how you're teaching? Uh, I teach the same way. Same I, way. I don't rush. Take your time, man. Just make it mint. Just get it done Just at that first done. time. Just get it done and get it done properly. Because there's no it, there's no worse feeling than actually having to rip it apart. Yep. To do it again. And then how do you look to your client? You look bad. You look terrible. Amateur. Uh, very. <laughs> very. You look, and then, then you, you lose the confidence with your client. 100%. 
and you don't want that. You you go in guns a blazing with confidence, and you yep. want to sell them properly, and then you want to deliver properly, and then if one of your guys messes up, then you look bad. You're taking steps backwards. Yeah, and it hurts. Yeah, it does. It does. Okay, so then you got started into it, and that would have been when? Oof. So I went, you know, I was sweeping floors and cleaning job sites at like the labor 14. Yeah. And then I went hands-on at about 16 years old, started doing some framing, drywall. And you guys uh, were doing what? You got, you're... We were doing residential, commercial, a lot of commercial stuff at that point. Okay. Uh, and then branched into... High-rise stuff or no, retail? No, just uh, retail. Retail. Yeah, retail. Okay. So. There's timelines on retail, man. Very pressing. Every day that you're not open is a yep. day they're not making money. 100%. That's stress. It's a lot of stress. Then there's the turnaround on payment. Yes. Which is generally 90, yep. maybe 60, maybe. sometimes 120. 120. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. So then, um, you know, the old man, he stepped away from the industry for some time and then went back into it and uh, opened a company building custom homes. And then I joined up with him and I did that for about 14 years. So we built anywhere, you know, homes from two to eight million dollars. And oh, wow. I did that for quite some time. How was that so, whole experience? Um, I loved it. I learned a lot. I love the process. Different set of rules. Yeah, it's different. I, I, I enjoy it. I love to to see what you've created and what you've built and you know what your blood, sweat, and tears go into. So uh, two to eight mil, what are we talking about here? 3,000 and up kind of square feet? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All Anywhere custom. from three to eight thousand eight hundred. Sorry. Three to 8,000 square feet. And these were all teardowns that... Teardown rebuild, yeah. Client, okay, and clients came in. This yep. is our dream. This is our forever home. This is yep. where we're going to die or get divorced. Yep. And some were, some were done as investments as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so you loved it, huh? Yeah. I still but all the it. extra rules. I still love it. Really? <laughs> yeah, no, the new builds? The new builds. I do. Yeah? Yeah, I do. Um, Too many rules, man. You know, like with my company now, like I, f I focus right now on additions and, and extensive renovations. I work with a handful of designers, Avenue Designs. They're fantastic. Shout out to them. They've d they do some wicked work, man. Uh, I enjoy working with them. Erica Gelman from Gelman Designs. Uh, Evelyn Ashan from Ashan Designs. Um, I've worked with all of them. Did they find you or you found <clears throat> them? I found one of them, and then it just the snowballed. Word. Yeah. Okay. I, I love what I do. I love the extensive rentals. I don't, you know, I, I I will do a small bathroom here and there, but I take on larger projects. Uh, How did but you? But I do want to get back in. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, I'm gonna get back into that custom build because I just love it. I love How did you dirt. find that one? How did you come across that one? Just through networking. That's all it was. That's all it was. I'm so and so. I build. You're so and so. Yep. I design. And she then she saw the decal on my truck. Then we started to talk. And then I showed her some of the work that I've done over the years. She was pretty impressed with it. And uh, we actually worked on a project together indirectly. And she just liked how I how I work, how I roll, how I manage a site. Yeah, man. The rest is history. And you're constantly working. She th sends work your way. Yeah. You're, but you're still bidding against other. Or are they selective? Uh, it, it depends. Like if, if they go into a client's home and they don't have a contractor, they usually refer me. Okay. Yeah. And that's really how the good. ball went rolling. Yeah. And okay. it's been it's been really good, man. The last couple of years has been great. It's allowed me to open the design center here and, and do things that I never thought I'd be able to do. So it's, it's been really good, man. So it's basically, it's turning into a one-stop shop now because you got the whole building side of it, the experience, yep. the trade side of it. Yep. But now you're bringing in the material side of things. 100%. Is that a little bit of a conflict of interest with the designers or no? Are um, they working uh, with you on that? Yes and no. I mean, if they spec their shit, that's, that's totally fine, man. We'll okay. use what you spec. I, I have no hard feelings. You don't want to use my stuff, don't use my stuff. Stuff, but also, you know, I have other clients, not just theirs. So, yeah. you know, this benefits those clients as well. 
It's a lot of hats to be wearing, David. Like, yeah, honestly, man. It's, it's like, like there's, there's enough stress as it is in construction. And now you're bringing in supplies and materials. and Got to diversify, man. Now you're basically you're looking for a second week and a second Monday through Friday. I know. I know. That's a lot of work. Just Overhead. Got to find ways to make people happy, man. But I guess it also helps you out, too, on the job site because now you have a little bit more control. I have more control on costing. I can be a little bit more cost effective than the other guy yeah. that doesn't have the showroom. Yeah. And he doesn't buy. So I, I found with uh, estimating, it's helped quite a bit because I can come down on certain aspects of, of estimating. And those right? little profit yep. increments will always help you, man. Absolutely. We're not greedy. We don't. You know, we don't put major markups on things. It's just, this is what you want. This is what we have. This so is what you, we can offer. And you know what? If you don't like it, here's a list of suppliers that I can send you to, and you can go pick what you And all like. the merry, then and you I'll, can choose. And I'll price accordingly. And, and how was this opening up the design center during the COVID lovely state that we're in? It was difficult. I Questionable? I, questionable. At first, it was going to be a design center just for my clients. They would come I here. Am, you I've got all, all the uh, the traffic out front, and I got a lot of exposure here. I was having a beer, and I was looking out the window, and I said, "Man, I'd be stupid not to open a full retail to the public. Why would I just corner myself to my clients? Why wouldn't I open it to the world?" That's what I've done, and I'm actually looking at opening a second location in St. Catharines probably within the next year because a lot of people are moving out that There's way. There's a, and doing huge a huge boom market. going on there, man. Yeah, so massive out there. Yeah. Same with Brantford. Same. So uh, anybody Brentford's, that, yeah, it's been going for a while. But St. Catharines lately, I've been hearing been more and more huh? and more and more. So, I mean, I'd like to do the same thing I have here out there on the design center side, the flooring side and all that. I'm still trying to figure out. I think it was like three years ago. I was actually, I went out with a friend, a trade, and he was doing a job. And he was like, listen, you want to come and give me a hand? I said, sure. So I went out to St. Catharines. And then as I'm driving into St. Catharines and around St. Catharines, uh, and for anybody who's not from the Toronto area, St. Catharines is about, what, an hour away from the core? Yeah. Yeah, it's like yeah, an hour away hour. from Toronto downtown yeah, core. You're right on the QE. Yeah, so it's, it's pretty close. And then I, I went out there and I started seeing all this signage for homes, 2,000, 3,000 square foot homes for like 400K. And I started thinking, how are the homes so much cheaper? Like the material still costs X amount, isn't right. it? So what's the cheaper price? The labor? The land. The land is cheaper. The land. Man. That's the what it's it is. It's got to be the land. It has to be the land. It it's not the, the labor land. either? No. You're not asking well, for maybe less? maybe a little bit. I mean, Toronto and surrounding areas, we're paying a premium for, for labor. And I mean, for a trim for carpenter sure. in Toronto, you're probably paying anywhere from 50 to 70 and up. Yeah, 100%. I think in St. Catharines, I don't it's think it's a you're little paying, bit less, right? You're, you're yeah. capturing a different demographic out there. Cost of living is a little bit lower, and so everything's still kind of surprising, falls. though. Three thousand square it feet, is. and you're 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 basically building a house for a third mm -hmm. what you'd be building it in mm -hmm. the Toronto area, right? Yeah. Outside Toronto area, not yep. downtown core. You'd be two million. I, I was just curious about that. That was a little bit of a segue out of there, but no, it makes okay. sense to have all this design. So they come in, you built this, you started it during the pandemic. Yep. How has it been regarding getting material, man? Like, I mean, we all know um, that. Um, it's been um a fucking nightmare. I mean, you're has looking it been at bad? probably what are you looking at here? I'm looking at you got three different on, suppliers let's see, here. Let's see, we're looking at fifty something grandier flooring samples. Uh, you'd be lucky to get twelve of them right now. Really, craft flooring is pretty much down to about like maybe twenty. But craft is out of. Correct me if I'm wrong. BC, isn't That's it? That's where they are. Yeah, BC. Grandier is out of where? They're out of Toronto. And you have fewer samples. Yep. Fewer supply. Yep. People panic bought is what happened. Is that what it was? Yeah. The cost of transport is absolutely insane. What is happening is the price of the materials are going up every single month. So people are just panic buying. They're buying everything they can. I know, but the nice godsend. Whether they're doing it on, fucking today or a month from now, they'll still buy it. They're still buying they'll it. They'll still now. put the order in. hundred percent. I put an order in three months before I even was even close to flooring on a on a job for somebody. Three months? Yes. When did it arrive? 
when I needed it. Really? Yeah, yeah. But you put it in three but months. But I put it in and I put it on hold. Or else I would have been wow, gone. Man. Yeah, it's wild. It's, it's, it's insane. Uh, Grandier so, Flooring had 18 containers come in September and it, all of them were completely sold. So I couldn't even get my hands on 20, 20 square feet. Where, where's it's it coming being, from China. China. So it's manufactured in China. Manufactured in China. But Kraft's not manufactured in China, are they? Yes. Oh, they're still manufactured. Still manufactured in China. They're milled. In China. They're milled in BC. Yes. It's BC wood. Correct. Same with this. So Grandier? You know what? With the Grandier, um, it's... Because I know there's that funny world. No, it's... Where do you get I, the wood I, from the and ply, where do you manufacture it? The ply that they use on their engineered hardwood is actually, I want to say, Russian. Well, I, I've been hearing a lot of uh, Eastern European yeah. countries have been doing it. They've been processing it. They've been building the plants there. Yep. So, I mean, they've been a new force, I guess, for, I guess, premium hardwood engineered material. Yep. Which kind of makes sense for me. It makes a little more sense than China products because China doesn't really get that much snow. Yep. They don't get the climate that we get. They don't get the humidity in the house to changes yep. and all this other stuff. So I would trust a product that's kind of coming and you know, from they, the... Like with Kraft is, you know, they have an artist in that sits at the end of their line. Okay. And says, this piece is good. This piece is not. This piece is good. This piece is not. And that's why you pay a premium for it. What that's happens good to all the pieces that are not? I have no idea. <laughs> Somebody's got it in their house. Yeah. <laughs> for a Somebody else of the buys pr- it and packages it up. <laughs> this is the not stuff. Yeah. That's what it is, man. No, yeah. not not K not. This is not yeah. not. That's what it is. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. All right, but you also got tile hill too, right? So yeah. So we have a variety of uh, porcelain tiles. We've got stuff, uh, Spanish stuff, Italian stuff. We've I'm got, seeing a lot of Spanish tile coming yeah, into of, North America of, now. A lot of Spanish, and okay. it's good quality stuff. Like I, I'm not really a, call it a. a a tile guy by trade, but I am because I've been doing it since I was 17. I've laid more tile than you can shake a stick at. Um, so I know good tile from bad tile. And I got to say, some of the Spanish stuff is really, really nice. It's good really, porcelain. Really, yeah, good Large porcelain. format. Good, yeah, large format. What good is it, quality. 6 mil or what are you, 10 mil? These are 10 mil. 10 mils, eh? Yeah. And then what else, what other tile, what are, where else are you getting um, it from? I, uh, I brought in Midgley West. Okay. Um, they're based out of Hamilton. But all their stuff is imported from Italy and Spain as well, so... Yeah, we got a lot of nice stuff, and then we uh, we also have countertops as well. Oh, you're doing uh, yeah, natural do. or quartz? Uh, or? We carry quartz. We carry natural. Uh, we got a plethora of shit, man. We've got MSI. We've got Caesar Stone. What's uh, MSI? MSI is a manufacturer. They're one of the biggest manufacturers in North America. At first, when they came out about 10 years ago, it was quartz okay. Products? Quartz, quartzite, yeah, all quartz. Okay. It, it was okay, but they've really stood behind their product now, and they've really branded themselves really, really well, and they do have a good product. What was with that little fiasco about four years ago with Caesar Stone having problems with their product melting around cooktop areas? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I never heard about it. Oh, I saw I saw a few defects, and I, I heard through the rumor mills that uh, some sort of fabrication process okay. was being changed yep. or tried or yep. experimented. Okay. And then there was a lot of issues with it. But they fixed it, from what I understand. Yeah, of course. They and they're the it, one right? of the most reputable out yeah. there, right? They're and that's the what they're first, supposed to they're do. They're one of the first. Yeah, they right? first came so, out with that, and yeah. then everybody kind of jumped yeah. on. But nowadays, everybody's trying to do porcelain. Yes. Which I'm not a huge fan of doing porcelain countertops because the fabrication, it costs more money. Way more. And also, there's a huge risk that if you do drop something on the corner of a porcelain, good luck on trying to hide that. Unless to you call it. him Dr. Granite. Mm, I know Dr. Granite. He's good, man. I, he's good, but I... I he's coming to see me next week. Stevie Wonder can still see that defect, yeah. and that's what bothers me, man. Like, <laughs> no, it, it, yeah, it, it's, I, a, it's a trick. Quartz, thing. quartz you, can, you can make it disappear. Yep. Marble, any natural stone, you yep. can make it disappear. We know that because porcelain, there's... Porcelain, yeah, you can. Yeah, porcelain tough. is tough, man. Yeah. And that's what I have. A, I've always had a problem with that, right? For uh, that know, reason. I've had, um, actually, recently, a couple clients... Request porcelain, and I try to steer them away from it. Why? The cost and exactly for that reason. Yeah, 
Because the thing is, it's sure. cost, and yeah, if you chip a corner. But you know, you're Dave, you know, you know what's funny is that I always get clients, they'll always say, well, listen, we, we drink a lot, and there's a lot of wine on the table, and we don't want Calcutta to absorb the wine, right. and we don't have this mess in the morning after we're drunk and sober and we're waking up, right? Well, what if you guys drop something on the porcelain and you chip the corner? How's that going to suit you soberize, right? Right. That makes no sense. So you, there's ways of fixing the wine stain Absolutely. in a natural stone. Yeah, we've done like, it a hundred Italy's times, been yeah. doing it for how long now? <laughs> They've been drinking how much wine and making marble for how long? So, I right. mean, they figured out how to fix it. Yeah. So, I don't have a problem. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, but clients, they, they hear about it, I guess, in the trades or on TV shows or yep. whatever. And they go, Kiwi's we want to go. a big influence. It's a huge yeah. negative influence, Very in my opinion. Very negative. <laughs> <laughs> don't, see, don't, don't believe everything you see on TV, man. It's all smoke and mirrors. That's what it is, And the man. funny thing is nobody's got a lighter and nobody knows how to clean a mirror. Yep. That's all it is, right? Yep. No, I agree. Fuck, I agree. I agree. What else are you selling here? So you got you basically you, it, are you man. getting into cabinetry? No. Um, no. You know when I'm. That's a different I, world. Yeah, it's a different world. If I had the space, I probably would, but I don't have the space to do it. And I keep this very small and boutiquey. You don't have a ton of samples, but you got just enough where you can make your selections. You don't want to confuse people, man. People get overwhelmed, Fuck. man. You walk into Olympia and you you could be there oh. for fucking a week and a half. It's insane, right? man. And then you gotta yell, "Hey, babe! Fuck! I'm fucking twenty thousand square feet away. What do you think about this one?" And you know, you're running around like chicken with the head cut off. Text me a picture. Send yeah. me a picture of it. So what I did was I tried to bring in like for the porcelain stuff, like all the tiles and stuff. I tried to bring in stuff that people are using nowadays. What's trending? What's most popular? So what is trending these days? I just know that majority of stuff I hear is large format. Large format. White. Yeah. White, a lot of light, light, colors, light, Large format. No grout lines. Clean, simple. Less is more. Which I agree with. I'm a less is more guy. It is. But I mean, white on top of white on top of white it on is, top of white. It is pretty boring. Everything looks like a fucking uh, hospital. It's, what's <laughs> what's going to happen 10 years from now with all that white, white, white? Yeah. Then you're going to rip it apart. And then I guess, I don't know, there's going to be another trend. But that yeah. that brings up the argument with, I know that a lot of clients will ask about the hardwood flooring. And they'll always want to go the grayish. They'll, they'll want to go that kind of. I don't allow anybody to go gray. Never? I don't. Unless, Be- listen, here's why do you, my thing. Why? Because it's a trend. And it's going to go away. You want, it, you want something that's timeless. Yes. Listen, your Carreras, your Calcuttas, that shit's you. never going to go out of style. I mean, gray tile, okay. You might be okay, but gray flooring, hardwood, not my. Five thing. years, you'll be sick it's, of it. It's gonna, it, yeah, it's gone. And then you what are you gonna do? You're gonna, to, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to sand on site. Yeah, and if you bought something that's cheap, that's only a mil and a half. You can't sand on you site. You can't sand it, so you're ripping them all out and you're redoing it. Again, What's the rule? Right? If so. you're supposed to have a minimum, what, two mil or three mil From to get what, one sand out of it? To get pro- one sand, I'm pretty sure you got to go three mil. Three mil at least, yeah. right? Because you're and basically gonna eat a mil. It depends on how you know how shit kicked your floors are. True. If you got a great Dane fucking running around the house, <laughs> then you better pray it's a four mil. <laughs> you know, that brings up another point. Exactly. Because I've always told people they always want that pristine square edge, no micro bevel, yep. as tight as possible, smooth, 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 smooth. Do you have pets or kids? Yeah, we have both. Why are you getting this flooring? Yeah. There's no reason for that. You're going to have hand scraped floors in certain areas in about a week. Yeah. So there's no High point. traffic areas. Yeah. Look, yeah. Kitchen 100%. areas and where the dog plays, where the kid plays. Yep. Get something that you can actually hide a lot of this stuff. Yeah. No, agreed. All right. What else do you tell your clients? What else you you walk them through? Because I'm good. I guess because they get the negative influences from whatever they get it. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of times, a lot of people really know what they're looking for. And like this is they what I was do trying know to, what they're looking for for the most part. Like I got some clients that are pretty good. Here's my thing. I give my suggestions and I back off. I'm not going to fight with people. Listen, this is what you really fucking want. No problem. You're not building Ice? your house. No, I'm, I'm not paying for the shit. You're yeah. paying me. So yeah. you want this? No problem. I'll give it to you. You know, I just it just happened recently. 
I brought some hickory flooring to a guy, and we were doing the whole reno. He pulled the millwork out of my scope because uh, he's using the same guy that's doing his cottage. And then he pulled the countertops because the millwork guy is doing the countertops. And then it was just a nightmare going back and forth with fucking hardwood floor. This guy's a master. This, uh, no, this, this millwork guy's guy a master. It was just like, it's okay. I'm okay with it. I still had the flooring <laughs> in there. I had a lot of other stuff in there. And then... Is he doing the roofing too the and the yeah, windows? Fuck, right. So it was you know, back and forth, back and forth with flooring samples. And I'm supposed to start this job tomorrow. I'm supposed to start the demo. I got a text last night. He says, listen, I'm going to go with the designer's flooring guy. I said, what? He goes, well, in the beginning, you sent me hickory. I said, I told you not to use the hickory to go with something white oak, do something a little bit more natural. You guys fought me tooth and nail. He wanted hickory. But now you guys want white oak and you're using somebody else. So you're asking me to take it out of my estimate. I said, so what am I coming to your house to do? Change the hood range and do some uh, rough and electrical for your millwork? I said, sorry, man. I got to move on. I'm What's not the doing point? the job there's, for you. Yeah, there's no point. You yeah. can whoever's handling the rest of that, they can yeah, handle that. They can that. do the rest. That's you know, more than just, fair. You know, like I. How do they respond to that? He wasn't happy about it, but like he said, well, you could have said this. You could, I said, listen, I said my two. I, I spoke my two cents. I told you what I thought. You guys didn't agree, so I move on. I don't say anything. I keep my mouth closed. You guys, whatever you want, hey man, no problem. I put it in for you. You want the fucking wall neon green? I'll paint the neon green. Yeah, just do yeah. it. Just do what you want. You're Out of me. all these years, David, that you're dealing with clients, you ever get the clients and, and they get those scenarios where they bring up? Do they feel that you're at your their beck and call where they just suspect, okay, sure, I'm going to take this and this and this and this out of your scope, but can you still do this and this little minor handyman-y thing? Um, How does that make you feel? I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't. I'm... I'm the professional, man. That's I'm my thinking exactly. I'm the I, same way. I'm a GC. At the end of the day, like I said, I'm a tile guy. But I can frame. I can board. I can tape probably with the best of them. Um, I can do everything. I can do trim. There's nothing I can't do. And if I was taught, if you can't do it 150%, don't fucking do it. Yeah. Um, so for me, I want to run the job from top to bottom. I don't want to come here to put switch plate covers on. That's, that's not what I'm here for. I'm here to run A to Z, not... W to Y, you know, and that's that's what I explained to him yesterday. I think that's what pissed him off. But well, I mean, I guess what, what happened in that scenario is that the designer or somebody else came in and they started doing the sales pitch and doing but this. But it, it wasn't because she called me today and she was very apologetic. It was more them steering everybody in a different direction. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, she called me today and she's excited to work together on some other projects. So you know, she she duffed my call yesterday. She didn't respond to my text. So I'm like, oh fuck, it was her. But then she <laughs> called me today to apologize about the whole thing. She's like, I warned the clients that. If you pull the flooring, he's not doing the job. And that's exactly what happened. I wouldn't, just walked. It, wouldn't it be nice to be a GC that if you don't get the job and, and you, all of a sudden they do that, they whittle everything down. And then as you're leaving, your very last time that you're ever going to be there, you throw some sort of microchip fly on the wall yeah. that could actually like record the next little stage of events. And you yeah. can just basically watch it as pure entertainment, like the Truman Show, and just watch this nightmare just unfold right before your I eyes. Because I'd, clients do this I'd all pay, the time. I pay a lot of money to see that. Somebody, or hear Zuckerberg that has to design that fly, <laughs> the construction fly on the wall mm -hmm. where we can just like, just drop it. Just drop it right there and record everything that's yeah. going on and just watch it. But for the most part, like my clients are pretty good. No, I, no, like that's the sad thing. It's this like is 95 thing. Is it, You know what? I didn't even sign yeah. a contract, so he's, yeah. not, he's not my client. He's just but a guy. The, you get you get 95% clients that are amazing, perfect. Yep. Everything's beautiful. Trades, every, the whole thing, the love, the business, all that yep. stuff is great. It's just that... 5% that just yeah. makes it such a, yeah. a coarse sandpaper, man. 100%. I think they just live to make your life fucking living hell. 
Because they think that since we're paying you huge amounts of money, we kind of own you. You know, you're at our beck and call, right. and we can do whatever we want. We can say whatever we want. This is our house. This is our dream home. This yeah. is. And that's where you got like, moving on to like, when you're actually in somebody's home doing the work, you got to set expectations. Where you got to do right off the hop, and I always do. When you first meet them. Yeah. You already. This is who I am. This is how I operate. Rules. This is how I function. Here's my schedule. Here's the budget. This is how we're gonna move forward. Are they receptive? Most of the time, yeah. Are they um, taken aback because they haven't seen no, someone as front no, up front? Uh, everything I do is all referral based. Uh, yes, I have my social media, but I've never taken a job off social media. I don't work for strangers. Why? So I, you get a lot of call. Like I get a lot of calls, but if you don't give me a name, I won't do the work because I don't want to get fucked. I don't want to get fucked out of my money. And I, I know there's a lot of people out there that just want to screw people over. Yeah. And I've seen it happen in the past in other businesses that I was a part of where people are getting fucked. That's why I just don't do it, man. I come highly referred and highly recommended by, you know, designers and homeowners and other, even other trades. So I roll with that, man, and it works. I noticed that a lot of trades get a lot of work from Instagram. And, and I want that. Every time I always did a shout out for me one of too. my trades that I work, they would get a phone call because so-and-so. So, I, I for me, it, it lets me know that, okay, people might not be hiring me because I, be, I might not be their flavor or whatever, but I'm praising the trade that did something recently for me and they like it and then they reach out and they hire that person. And I get a kick out of that. Yeah. And I, I think that like yourself and myself and a bunch of GCs out there, we don't get the work from IG. No. What we do is we facilitate the work from Correct. IG. That's all we do and that's yeah. our focus. But but I th you, I've gotten plenty of those DMs where you get people that are very vague with their message. Yeah. I had one guy call me. Uh, this is Luco. Yeah, yeah. He's got a job. I said, who gave you the my number? Oh, I got it off uh, uh, a friend of mine. I said, who's the friend? He goes, I think his name was John. I said, I haven't worked for a John. He goes, I know, I'm pretty sure it's John. I said, I haven't worked for a John, man. And said, Could have sorry. been a Joe. Yeah, no, maybe sure a John. Not? I said, who was it? He goes, Gianni. Yeah, and I said, you know what, sir? Sorry, I can't help you out, sir. Man, you got to move what on. What was his last name? Smith. <laughs> yeah. it was, no, Smith John, Smith. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck John Smith. Fuck. What are you, just making this shit yeah, up right man. now I, as we're I, talking? I'm, I'm very selective. I'm very you have selective. To be. Listen, man, I got two young kids. You got a vet, man. I got a mortgage. I got payments. I got, I got a business to run. And at yeah. the end of the day, like... You know, I do progressive payments. It makes sense to the homeowners, but I'm always a little bit ahead. In case you do get screwed, you can pack your tools and get the fuck off the job site, and you still got a little bit of money to cover your costs. But, you know, these big jobs, man, you're doing half a million dollar job. It's $50,000, the last 10%. So if you get burned on 50000 I actually reduced that 10% because if you get burned, I didn't want to take that big of a hit. I, I did a show recently with Crewman Group, and he actually brought something up that I thought was interesting, and I want to try to do it myself. He doesn't take deposits. He doesn't really? start the job with a deposit because he feels that starting the job with a deposit, you're taking money for not actually doing anything just yet. Right. You're going to order material and you're going to schedule and you're going to do the homework and you're putting so, all this stuff together. He'll get his know. first draw. He'll get his first draw okay. once the job is going. But what if he's two days out and they cancel on him? Now he's got no, two no, months blocked no, off. No, no, Does no, he but he's got a contract. A no, no, no. So he's got a contract yeah. and a scheduled date and a okay. start date and he's sure. got the whole thing going on. He just doesn't take a deposit. He feels wild. it's it's an interesting angle if it you is. think about very, it. Very it, it because really, it, it really actually is. puts very the client in the driver's seat at that point, yes. and they're a little more confident now because we've heard all the horror stories. Are like, here's your yeah. two hundred thousand dollar deposit. That's not how I roll. Bye bye in Mexico. Yeah, no, I you know what I mean. I you want me? You know where I come from. You know my background. You know the work that you're going to get. The reputation. The reputation and yeah. my brand. It's yeah. it's everywhere. People know it. People see it, and it's starting to become a little bit bigger. And uh, it's you know I'm really fucking proud of what I've done. 
in such a short amount of time. I want to talk about the Luco brand, right? So, so I mean, again, let me do the shout outs again, yeah. man. So, David, right? So, Luco Design and Build, yeah. owner and operator, yes. www.luco.ca, David at luco.ca. Facebook is Luco Design Build. Instagram is Luco Design Build, at Luco Design Build. You're subbing everything out or you got a crew? So I've got uh, one in-house guy. I had two, but unfortunately now I'm back down to one because good help right now is hard to find. Thank you to our government who's putting everybody on fucking cert. <laughs> Nobody wants to fucking do anything nowadays. Hang on, here's some sugar. Let you coat it. I want you Damn to it. coat it. Here's some sugar. Yeah, fucking angry. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I haven't been on the tools in, in a while. It's ridiculous. that I'm There's a whole generation that is actually completely illiterate to math. When the government says that we're going to give you $2,000 to basically sustain you for the month. I couldn't even survive a week. That $2,000, by the way, everybody who's collecting it is taxable. Yeah. So that's personal taxable $2,000. So if you got a $2,000 check and you went out and bought a $2,000 item, you still owe the government the tax on that $2,000. What's everybody. that? 260 bucks. Per month for the last whatever it's been going on now for 18 months, 18 19 months, months yeah. going to go on for two years. Now, so when you do your taxes, everybody who's been collecting it, you owe the government money that they've given you money. Yeah. But the government was smart not to say, oh, by the way, it's 2000 but X amount is taxable. So that's why, and I can't stand, and I agree with you, all these kids, because I've only known kids that have been collecting it, stay home. Or they ask for cash. Yep. Or they'll do that whole thing. Yeah. It's, it's You're running tough. a business. Yeah. You can't do that. I'm hands-on. Like I was just saying, fuck, I've been, I've been doing everything lately. I'm fucking painting. I'm fucking tiling. I'm you can't find anybody like I'm on taping. Uh, Indeed, uh, Canada's uh, job um, yeah, bank or whatever? Yeah, I've had a couple guys. but How do they show up? Uh, why, do they, why do they show up? Uber? <laughs> <laughs> it was funny because I put an ad and it said... Uber should just the, start an the agency. The first yeah? requirement was must have a license. And I had so many guys call me and like... Well, you know, um, I live here, but I have to take the bus. I said, did you not read the ad? It says you must have a license. Why are you fucking wasting my time, dude? I have so many phone calls that come in a day. Like, just fucking open your eyes and read, man. Like, come on. So how did so he respond it, to you know, must I, have I a license? One, I found one good guy. He was really good, but he moved on to different things. and uh, Out no, of the industry? Uh, yeah, okay. out of the industry. He moved on. He was good. but um, So I've got one full-time guy now myself, but a lot of it's IGC. So I sub out. And I've got a great... I find it's better, man. Trades, man. I, I, I totally think it's better. It is. It is. I think it's a better machine. I know it's nice to have employees. Nice to have that. It but is. But you can do that with, with subs. Yeah. You can always bring back the same sub. They did yeah. a great job. And that's here. what I do. I, like my, I'll my, feed you the work. My I'll team feed you of subs, man. We've been working together for quite some time. Like How long A really now? long time. I'm going to go say 10 years. Easy. Oh, wow. Yeah. I got a good team, man. So and they stay true to you. They know my expectations. They know the quality of work that they need to perform. They know what it takes to get it done. And they know where I'm at. Who do you, you know? don't have? So, like, who are the like the labor guys or the guys who are just getting started? That's who you don't have? Yeah, like laborers. Yeah. So I've got a guy that's with me. He kind of just, you know, he delivers material. He'll do some framing. He'll do some a little odds and ends. Like, he's a um, jack of all trades kind of okay. guy. but. Master of none. Yeah, then one of those guys. But he's good. He's but good he's, at, he's hungry. But he wants good. to learn. He know he knows what I need from him, and he gets it done. He does it in a timely fashion. People are happy, and the work is good. So I can't complain. I'm hearing the framers. Every framer I know is looking for people. Yes. And they're willing to pay good wages. Yes. But they can't find good people. No. So everybody went back home during COVID. And they're what's stuck going on, man? Because I thought everybody always wanted to go to the framing. That's that was like the rock star trade. Madeira framing. 
Um, I've used him on a ton of custom homes, and he's great. He had 10 crews going at one point. I called oh. him the other day for something, and he's like, I'm f- available in May. I said, dude, and this was like end of August. He's like, I'm, I'm down to five crews. He goes, all my guys are stuck back home. A lot of them are from South America. And he's like, they, they haven't come back. He goes, and I have 25 custom homes to do. Holy cow. Yeah. The industry's crazy, man. It's never been busier. It's not. You don't see, you don't think it's going to turn? Eventually. I think we've got another two years of this, as long as money stays cheap. And the mm. banks are not going to let the money just... Banks won't keep rate. it cheap, man. Yeah, they will for a bit. It's not going to be an overnight thing. No, it won't be, but I have a People funny feeling... People are burning their houses down if it's an overnight thing. The, well, it depends on where our government's going, because we're going through a stupid election right now. I mean, there's a lot of chatter. That. Yeah, I know. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of chatter going on about, you know, more taxes on selling your houses and more taxes on this and more taxes on that associated with your house. That, I think, is if that gets passed, that's going to be the beginning of the end. I can agree to that. Right. I don't know much on it. Um, lately, I've been so busy... I listen to 680. And I, eventually you know, like it comes along. It's just all a bunch of bullshit anyways. You know, I try to stay informed as best as I can, but I've been so busy lately, I haven't had time to Well, the latest read, one that I read is read. that if you sell your house, if this gets passed, if you sell your house, you'll be taxed 53.5% of it. We'll get, uh, we'll get your taxed. Pro- your profit? The, the value, the extra the value. value of the house. Oh, wow. 53.5% of it. That's what they want to do. And who's that doing that? Liberals. Oh. And they're winning right now, aren't they? Nobody's won until you win. <laughs> They're ahead. They're ahead. Oh, the porn industry has a lot ahead too. Tons, but the thing tons. is, it doesn't fucking matter at that point, yeah. right? So yeah. it's just—it's not until Monday. Right. But I mean, yeah, there's a whole shift, and I think honestly, I think the end of next year is going to be the changing point. I think, and then that's why I, I've been I, telling. I, I, a hope, lot. I hope not. I'm not hoping it. I'm not wishing it. Yeah. I don't want it. I'm yeah. just saying that this is not sustainable. I mean, even today, two by four is down to what under four bucks now. Yeah. Three-quarter ply is down to 63 or something like that for three-quarter ply square edge. Yeah. I think it's better that. than the fucking 100 I paid a couple months ago. That's what I mean. Two months ago, it was 108. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So all of a sudden, if you're seeing plywood drop like a rock like that in two months, what's going to happen, right? Right. We're yeah. still not out of the pandemic yet. We're still the workforce doesn't want to come into construction. They want to stay home and collect the CERB. Yep. They're going to somehow try to get away from the tax man, somehow. I don't know how, but they will. It's impossible. So then you're going to have to pay back a lot of money because money's being consumed. Yep. So how do you do that? You raise. You raise interest rates. Right. No, I'm, I'm in agreement. I just... I don't want it to... Trust me, I don't. I, I love that the construction industry has never been better. Yeah. It's been great. It's been amazing. And I love that there's a lot of work going on, a lot of workforce going on, and a lot of passion. A lot of people are building their brands. It keeps I a just, big part of the economy going, man. It's huge. But it's, it's also massive. it's also the very first that dies. Right. Renovations, construction, yep. is the first that dies whenever the economy turns. I don't want to be part of it. None of us want to, yeah, right? Gonna, Retail we're not, we're follows. We're going to have to face the music, I guess, at some point, right? That's, that's the thing about it. Because the thing is, the truth is, I mean, David, honestly, man, this is not sustainable. It, like, you can't... Uh, people like what are we spending on homes now you're doing a brand new house on average you're spending the average in toronto nowadays is what a million bucks for construction budget for an average size house in toronto yep average uh, average what's That's your average, average size in toronto i, I know so right? you, two thousand yeah. square feet yeah, or 2200 <laughs> square feet it's a de- uh, it's a semi-detached you know, yeah. i agree but i don't want to agree because the reality of it's fucking scary yeah That's all. so everyone's going to eventually stop and then also i mean okay your clientele What's their 
age medium that you're dealing with right now? What are we talking about? People that are in their late 30s, early 40s? No, I'm more mid 40s to late 50s. Okay, so these a lot are of them established are well people. established people. Um, a lot of people have just retired. You know, they were VP of this, VP of that, CEO of this. And, um, but this is they're their the forever ones that home. have. The, they're yeah, they're forever. Okay. They're not moving. They're spending the money and they're not moving, or they can't afford. To, well, some people can't afford to move. So what are they going to do? Fuck, they've been in the house twenty five years. They got a shit ton of equity. So let's just put it in the home. Right, renovate, nothing, it, stay, pay a couple leave hundred it. bucks a month in interest on it. That's all. But those are the smart ones. Mm-hmm. But now we get the elder millennial ones that are looking at million dollar homes. Right. And they're putting, okay, let's be, let's be generous. They're putting 200 K down. Yep. $800,000. So they borrowed a hundred grand from one parent and their stepdad. And they borrowed another hundred grand from the other parent and their stepdad, stepmom. Whatever. Now they got the 200 grand. Right. Exactly. Right. So they got the 200 grand. Now they're carrying, let's say for argument's sake, a million dollar mortgage. They're in their late twenties, early thirties. The economy changes. We go from prime mm-hmm. and we jump four points. What happens to that fixed mortgage rate in five years? It's scary. Very scary. They can't carry it. No, they can't. They offload it right. quickly at a loss. Yeah. That starts to dig away at construction now. Yeah. So that's what I'm predicting that's going to happen. I'm not an economist or anything like that, but I just, I mean. You've been along, You've been around a lot longer than I have. No, not I know. Lot, but, I, but you've been around a but lot. But I just, I uh, pay you know, attention. You've been around. You've been I, around I just, longer than I have. I so. pay attention and yeah. just, like, I mean, I. I, I, I kind of want to just put the blinders on and roll, <sighs> roll with what's going right now. And- I'd rather not because it, it makes me nervous because I think uh, it makes me nervous when I see the young trade spending a lot of money to look dapper. It makes me really, really nervous. When your dad started, what beat-up pickup truck did he have? Oh, he had a piece of shit. Exactly. <laughs> and when we all got started, I had a piece of shit Nissan yeah. King Cab. It was crap. On the flip side to that, your image and how you portray yourself 100%. is going to get you more work than you driving around in a piece of shit pickup truck. I'm not Back saying to buy different. a piece of shit. Back then was different. You can roll up in a caravan. Yeah. And do a rental. Yeah. But now you need to portray a certain image. But and not can, saying I portray an image. My work stands for what itself. You, okay, and it backs so what it are you up. driving, David? You're driving what? Here we go. No, no, I'm just here curious. We go. We're going to go back to the DGR. No, no, no. The DGR <laughs> uh, cast <laughs> here. No, whatever. You're I got driving a 2019 a Dodge. Dodge Ram Rebel. Exactly. No, nice listen, truck. listen, just for the record, I'm not a Dodge hater. I know. I heard it. I hate all three truck companies equally. Okay. <laughs> That's how I am. I, I'm a van guy. I was always a Ford guy. Oh, really? Yeah. But I why are you do- you're driving a Dodge? Affordability. So Dodge get really a lot is, more. Dodge is really affordable. It is. You get a lot more. For a lot less. For a lot less. It's a beautiful truck. It drives okay. The gas is a bitch. 5.7 liter. But Is I it mean, worse on gas than the other two? Uh, yeah. It, oh, really? Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a pig. But, I mean, it's a nice truck. So when like you level it. everything out, it's still cheaper. Yes. Payments are cheaper. Everything's cheaper, but you know it's a nice looking truck. Okay, but what's what's the bells on it? It's not a Hellcat Dodge Ram. No, no, it's a five point seven liter. That's what I'm talking about. It's like these kids are going out there and they're getting the full blown Sierra. They're getting a Raptor. They're getting yeah. You don't need to. If your contractor shows up in a fucking Raptor Raptor. or a TRX, just (laughs) turn them away. Just turn them away. (laughs) That's what I mean. It's like you don't. I don't want to hire a contractor that's driving a hundred thousand dollar pickup truck. No, hell no. And, and I guess their argument is, well, you know, it's my only vehicle and I got to use it for the family and I've got baby seats back there. and I got baby, I got a booster seat in mine. Yeah, but you don't I have a Raptor. No, I don't have a Raptor. No. So it's a work, mine's a work truck. That's Straight what I'm truck. saying. Is like, it's a nice looking work truck. And that's not a beat up truck. That's just an average I've truck. I've got my 2011 Savannah 1500 piece of shit. 
work van there that we deliver material in and we beat you the crap fit out of everything that. in there yeah. and, and in my works. truck i put the tools in there you know it's all covered up and, and plus that van fits inside condo parking it does but let's not get into the condo stuff no no no, no, right. no, no one no. and done man we all we you've done one i've done <laughs> yeah, one and, and that's the last back. one yeah, that's and last. that's how it is no but uh, image image is a thing you know i've i've branded myself everywhere i go man like i usually have my luco t-shirt on everything's my truck's decaled, my shop's decaled, you know, my guys wear t-shirts. You just want to embed the brand. And for so me, you're getting all the your image subs, and the branding. The subs to wear your t-shirts too? Or sometimes, you, yeah, I do. Or you let them wear their, their I own? Let, I make them wear mine if, if, they, if they're willing to. Are you, you know, like or? me in particular? Like, I actually speak up if I see a trade wearing track pants on a site. It I'll speak up. It, it depends. Track pants, eh. But if he's wearing my competitor's t-shirt, he's fucking, he's taking it off. So he's, another another GC. another GC like if he shows up wearing fuck whatever so and so contracting no you're taking that off you're not fucking walking <laughs> to my job site wearing so then the job that. site becomes shirts and skins yeah 100%. that's what it becomes like no I got stuff in my truck <laughs> I keep a box no and I agree with you I I like that okay that's the one thing this younger generation is actually embracing really well yep they have their branding they they take pride in baseball caps T-shirts. Any kind but of you little have swag. Still take pride in your work. Yeah, but, but, but you better deliver. I don't care how flashy right. you look. You better deliver. Hundred percent. Because if you got as much flash as you want and roll up in a Raptor and you like your work sucks, yep. you can go away in that Raptor, and I don't yeah. want you anywhere near me yeah. at that point, right? Well, I had. <laughs> I was bidding on a job around the corner from here, actually. Okay. Uh, a friend of a friend, and they had a friend of a friend as well, who called me to collab on the job site, and I said, "I'm sorry, man. Luco is mine." I'm not going to bring another contractor on with me to botch my name. I do what I do. You do what you do. I bid, he bid. I lost the job. I was going to give them free fucking flooring too in their bathrooms because I had a bunch of extra stock stuff uh, left over from a job. I said, you know what? I've got enough towel to do your powder room and the tub surround and floor. I'll give it to you guys. No problem. I lost a fucking job to a guy who's been in the business for two years. I got a call three days ago. About? They want me to take over the job. Because the guy didn't... Perform. He started... Supposed to start in May. He started in July. And the only thing he's done is demo and framing in a little bungalow. And they, so paid, he's him, and they, pay, and they paid him almost $100,000 up front. So now they got to get him to get to a point where... He's paid off. He's then. paid off at least close to it. So here's my question to you, David. Are you taking the job on? If it wasn't for a friend, yes. Oh, sorry. If it wasn't for a friend, no. But I am. Because I feel bad, even though I gave my fair warning, I feel bad because I'm that type of guy. I like, would these be, people have put all their money I get in, into something I get that's their for, like their forever home. I know, and now I feel like an asshole if I can't help them deliver that. But that's who I am. At the end of the day, like I said to him the other day, we're sitting out front. I said, listen, if it wasn't you guys, I'd, I'd tack be on gone. no, I tack gone. on another forty percent on top of my estimate. I'd give you the quote, and if you go with me, you go with me, and if you don't, no hard feelings. See you later. But you were already giving them the friend rate, and you still didn't get the job. Yeah, and I'm still helping them out. Well, it says something about you, but actually, yeah. that whole story reminds me of a situation because where at the end of the day, that thing's that job's probably gonna get me five more. Because That's how you're looking th- at it. They're in the demographic where they're in their early forties, so. But you know, it's gonna be such a headache. L- it, it's not gonna. You be. gotta go in and forensic construct now. You gotta figure out what he's done I, wrong. I already have. Okay. It's pretty good. What I said was this: get all the roughings done, get everything passed. And get then all the take inspections it over done, there. and I'll take it over, okay. so that it's an easy wash. Right, I don't have to worry about going in to fix on the framing, to fix on the get all the roughings done, get everything passed, and I'll take it over. 
I think that's fair. I'm, a, you know, I'm not. A, you know, it's it's tough to say no to people. I hate saying no. I do it a lot, but I hate to say. I no. think the uh, more years you get into this business, the easier you're gonna learn how to say no to people because yeah. you're gonna smell that this is gonna become a car crash. Yeah. So what I did was, it was very easy. This is my fee a week to run the job, to manage the job, schedule it. I'm gonna give you two quotes from every single trade moving forward. You pick which one you want. You pay them. Project management, straight project management. You want but, a laborer to come clean? It's X amount of money a week. You want this? It's X amount of money a week. And so that's it. I just, I'm just gonna control it and manage it and watch it from afar. I remember one time I was invited by a designer to come and quote on a job, and it was a pretty extensive job. It was like a main floor complete gut. It was some structural going on in the basement, also on yep. the main floor. It was all new bathrooms, all new hardwood, and everything that's like that. This one. And so I arrive. Three other contractors are there. So just for efficiency. The homeowner and the designer felt that let's just bring all the contractors in at once and run through the job all at once. Oh, wow. I didn't like that. I honestly didn't like that. It's a shit show. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't like that at all. So it got to the point where I'm not bidding on this and I walked away from it. Good. I'm not interested in that. Like if you want to get, I'm giving you my time to come here. Right. And I understand that you're taking possession of this house and you only have so many visits or whatever. But the thing is, to do it this way, you're basically, you know, throwing three cocks into the hen house and you go like, here, you guys decide on who's going to get this job. Right. I'm not interested in that. That's not how you start a relationship. And I haven't even spoken to that person ever again. I don't think I would ever do that again. Right. If I, I think next time if I'm asked, okay, can you do a site visit? My next question is going to be, are there going to be any other GCs there? At this meeting. Good question. Because yeah. I don't want to have any other GCs yeah, there. Absolutely. That's it. It's just like it's my brand, my business, and I walk in. This is how I speak to you. I don't need anybody learning or pooling or sponging or whatever, right? Right. right. They should have their own tricks up their sleeve, right? Yep. So. No, I agree. I agree. This one's a touchy subject because it's a friend. I hope it works out. It's going to work out. I'm going to make it work out. I make everything work, man. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> just going to work extra the business hard. of construction, yeah. man. Things you know, it's, it's like just, it's Murphy's know, yeah, Law. Yeah. You lose one, you get another one, right? I've got a lot of things coming up. Like I'm, I'm fortunate enough to be booked till May, okay, April, yeah, April May. But it's just a little more added stress. But at the end of the day, I want to, I want to do it. And it's also the designers that did it, the architects, simple design. I follow them; they do great work, and I want to get on there. First time working with them? Never worked with them before. Okay. So I'm. I see what they do. They do a lot of shit. So I want to smash it out of the park and hopefully get some work from them and, and move on to bigger, better things. Like I was saying, the custom builds. So there's a reason for everything. You know, I have a vision of where I want to go and where I want to take things too, right? So you so like the custom builds? I do. Carry on? I got to get it. We used to have it under another, uh, under another business, but... Do you like it? it? Pass. <laughs> well i mean my argument with terry on is and i'll just speak it on yeah. it, whatever is that it, it doesn't do what it's supposed to do right that's it yeah that's my argument yeah. if you want to just black and white it it doesn't do what it's supposed to do but what i don't really like about it is that if something does go south they are really good at pointing the finger at the contractor like well, who else do you fucking blame we always get blamed for everything yeah. But the problem is that you, you just don't automatically blame or point unless you know the whole truth. And that yep. means all three stories. Correct. Theirs, yours, and the truth. Yep. So you can't just automatically point. And that's why I think that Tyrion lost its way really early. And I think it's recently now being changed to a different division now or something. It's being called something else or something. I don't know. There's some... I got to yeah, look into it. Isn't it going through the home... 
Holmec, something like that. Yeah, something like that. I heard, right? I heard something like that. And that was the primary reason why I, I stayed away from doing new builds because you have to deal with Terion. But not when you're building for a client. Uh, no, sure no, yes, you do. I think if you're building for yourself and you're going to flip, you need to have Terion. You don't need to. Ah, so it's the other way around. It's the other way around. If it's your house and you're building it and flipping it and it's your property, King of the Castle rules apply. Right. If it's a client's house and you're coming in as a builder, GC, to do it, you have to have it. Unless you project manage it. Nope. Read the fine print. Uh, this is a new discovery that I just found out. Fuckers cornered everybody. Exactly. Yeah. So but it's kind of good. You can. It, so it's it's beautiful the way you have it set up where you're project managing. I'm just a manager of the week, and you pay me, but you pay the trades. Yeah. You, and like, I think it's good and it's bad because it kind of keeps the fucking riffraff out. It does. Because listen, I I grew up, you know, in the last like 14 years building homes in Oakville, South Central Oakville, and Lauren Park. And South every, Central Oakville. South Central, man. In between Dorval and say. Third line south of Rebecca. Or sorry, south of Spears to Lakeshore. I've, so, never, south I've, I've never called it. I've never heard that's it called call South it. Central. Fuck. That's the new word, man. That's it. <laughs> south Central. So you were saying South Central. Yes. Oakville. South Central, man. And I was just picturing helicopters and spotlights going over Rebecca and Lakeshore and the whole area. No, no. no that's no, not what it is, right? Yeah. No, it's right It's right in the middle. It's the middle. It's south Central. Fucking the South and okay, the Middle. Okay, I got so, it. I just, I it's not Bronny. It's not south, Southeast. It's, I've, it's south I've never heard it called yeah. that way. Now I'm going to look at it. But it, but now it's a rich area. Like, it's what? Oh, it's great. It's insane. It's fantastic. It's right. more expensive than downtown Toronto. Yeah, it's nuts. So back to the Terrion. I think it's nice because, you know, there's a lot of... There's a lot of foreign money coming into these areas and these pockets. The next day, you see a sold sign. Two weeks, you drive by, and there is a fucking sign on the thing, you know, on the property where it's so-and-so building group. I've never fucking seen this guy in my life. I've been building homes here a fucking pretty long time. Everybody's a fucking builder. Everybody and their mother and their uncle and their Whoever can are, print the sign. They're a fucking builder. Yeah. yeah. And calls a guy, print the sign, I'm a builder. So how do you keep these guys out of the industry? Terrence, not, I know they're not. Terrence's not going to do it. Nah, someone's got to do it. Terrence's not going to do it. You and I got to start fucking driving around. <sighs> they're not going to do. Okay, like if they're smart enough to just come in and, and fly out, they're going to probably be under the radar. They're probably yeah. not even getting the places inspected. Uh, they know they. they I don't they know if they can get away with that. Yeah, they probably still get. They but I mean, but I've it's seen just shit work, and you know, it, it boggles my mind how people can come in here not knowing a thing about building a home, build a two point four million dollar home, put four hundred thousand dollars in their pocket. Not pay the HST on it, not pay capital gains, close down the business, start again. And sell and as pi- is. And yeah, it pisses me off, man. Because you walk through some of these homes, and I have in the past. It's, it's disgusting. It's fucking gross. And it's, you it's know, sad. you it's see sad. what's going to fail. It's sad. But you they, see. the thing is, there's somebody stupid enough to fucking buy it. Again, to smoke and mirrors. And yep. homeowners have been educated by leaders of blindness yep. is what they've been educated leaders by. Leaders of blindness. Yeah. That's what they are. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. Like, they, like I'm sorry, but I, I'll go back to the TV shows. They don't know shit about construction. Nothing. They don't. Nothing. Like, it's a fact that they don't know shit about construction. Anybody yeah. that is in construction could easily see, watch five seconds of it. Dave, you know that. You meet somebody within, how long does it take you? 90 seconds to know if yeah. that person knows anything? Like if the property the- brothers walked into my fucking house, it's <sighs> The, prop, the property <laughs> actors. You're talking about the property, property actors. actors. That's the one. If you want to see the property actors, everyone can go to imdb.com, and you can actually see where they got started. Mm. They came. One said, you pretend to be a, a real estate agent. You pretend to be a contractor. And the third, brother, the third brother is the producer. Isn't that wild? Right? 
and then we are breaking yeah, but our they fucking milked asses it. day in They and day milked out. it. Hey, man, you're a good-looking guy. I'm a good-looking guy. we got they, some presents. But doesn't but matter. we kill ourselves day in and day out to do real work, real quality workmanship, and then you got these guys on TV just making... You, you know, it's the one thing I learned crazy. from the property actors. I learned that when you tile... You spot ponded. That's the best way to do it. You, know, you didn't know that? You didn't know that? <laughs> you put mounds of yeah. like mastic or yeah, something yeah. Yeah. and you just squeeze this one foot by two foot or in there, you know, you want to throw them off, you tell them it's 12 inch by 24. That's the good way. Because then when go, the guy wait a minute, I asked for one out, foot by two foot, not 12 inch by 24. No, it's the right way to do it. You know why? Because the guy's got to take it out in two years. It's easier for him. It's, and it comes right out <laughs> yeah, and, it, and it looks like it's pancake day. Yeah, you could even leave That's the dead shield and the towel back uh, in the shower because nothing sticks to it. But then we're griping like, oh, you're, you're just sour. you're a sour contractor because you're not on TV. No, nope. it's just I want a fair representation yeah. of our industry. That's 100%. all I'm asking for. How come you guys don't? fairly represent our industry yeah like, our industry is professional there's lots there's millions of professional people Your in buddy this industry Jim. back but, in the day but best tv show ever back Why? in the day it was the real shit yeah because like what, what he was really going through yeah. final payments yeah. issues on site water damage from yeah. mother nature all kinds Delays, of stuff everything everything, everything. Yeah, the realistic side of it nobody and shows none of that anymore. has been portrayed on any Dude, show we built a since. house in seven days you don't oh, know oh god Holy shit. no wait 45 minutes plus commercials <sighs> plus commercial time. No, but wow. I mean that that's wow. where that's the leaders of blindness. That's yeah. all it is, man. So I, I, I just want somebody to step up and just like, how about a fair representation? And I just, it's unfortunate because I think everybody now on Instagram, on social media is going that way. Right. Because they look at it like, why fight the current? Why not just go with the current, make some money off of it and all agree to, okay, that's a good way to do it. It's not, no, it's not, it's not what I stand for. It's not how you would build your own house. It's not how you would build with other builders yep. that respect the industry. I build and rental like I'm doing it for myself. You have if to. If I'm not happy with it, you then that's why to. it's coming out. I'm doing you it again. You have to, man. And it's at my own cost. So. so let's get back into your construction days, man. When you were tiling, were you like scratch coding? Yeah. As far back as scratch coding. Yeah. Eh? Listen, <laughs> way back when I was a kid with my dad, we were scratch coding. Like I never, I never, how, many, how many times that's punctured the skin and fucking... <sighs> and it hurts worst. on the knees, yeah, man. Shit. And it I never hurts. wore knee pads, neither. Oh, it's bad. It's bad, man. Yeah. But I mean, I never understood it. I, I didn't get it. I mean, I know that in Europe, they were doing the mesh, but they were doing one inch of dry pack. Right. That's a different... Different ballgame. Liquid mortar that's just poured out of a bucket over... Scratch coat over mesh is not a great base. It's going to eventually Fine. fail. Of course. That's all it With is. With the movement right? in the floor, everything's that, just going to start That's falling. all it is. Yep. And it's, uh, it's kids, stay in school. Construction has science behind it, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, but there's science behind it, yeah, man. There is, man. The way that er, you know wood, natural materials move, and yep. the way plaster is, and the way mud is, and tiles, and ceramic, all that stuff, man. Yeah, man. There is science behind all this behind stuff, all. man. And that's why we have all these great products nowadays. Is because people start to realize there's a science behind this, and that we've we got some great products out there. Yeah. I'm not gonna say which ones, but there's a lot of good ones, man. Yeah. I, I don't use scratch coat. Fuck that. That's no, because you evolve. Is. Yeah. You start educating yourself. Why would yourself? I do something? That I know is going to fail, but then I also have to wait another day to lay the tiles when I could use the new products out there that I know is going to let the floor move. Work with it. Work with it. And then install your product. And then install the same day. Two birds, one stone. What is your thought on uh, heated floor systems and the argument about electricians want tile guys to call in the inspection or the permit? I never do. I always get my electrician to do it. Okay. So my argument is that, I'm sorry, ESA brought this in. Yeah, it's electrical, no? It's electrical. Is it TSA, Tile Safety Authority, or is it 
Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Fuck which one it is. <laughs> Tile City Authority. I like that one, man. No, man. It's totally ESA. You guys brought it in. It's got something to do with current. Yep. You guys are asking for it. So then the electrician, I'm sorry, you have to stand around and wait for the inspector to come yeah, by 100%. to take a look at the numbers. 100%. I always, I always um, make my electricians uh, reliable, they hate reliable it, though. for that They shit. hate it, Yeah, man. they hate it, but like, fuck. I'm paying you a premium to be there. Yeah. So deal with it. Yeah. You know? That's just how it is. Yeah, 100%. I'm just having Where a little break going? of a little beverage there. That's all it is. It's a totally non-alcoholic Modella. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where do you want to go now? Where, where do you want to go? What are we going to do? Communication. Communication. Between clients? Between clients, between trades, well, between everybody. Okay. So first of all. It's con- important, man. Construction. You actually spell construction communication. Yeah, pretty much. You need to communicate with all the trades that work with you, yep. for you. Yep. And you need to communicate the with the clients. And then your suppliers communicate that with this, yeah, with the everybody. Clients. Here's me. If I see an icon on my phone, I gotta get rid of it. I don't wait less than ten minutes to respond to an email, a text message, or a phone call. And people notice that. Clients notice that. Clients can get a hold of me, and I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop doing it, but they can get a hold of me 24/7. I don't like it. I know. I'm done. Six o'clock is the cutoff. Personal, but if you yeah. email me between eight and six, you're gonna have a response in ten minutes. If you text me, you got a response in ten minutes. And that's what makes me that's what's made me or has brought me to where I am. Because I communicate. There's contractors out there, dude, they don't even fucking respond in three days. No, that's not right. Yeah. How do you if do you're that? on the job site, you're how you, actively how you, working. How do you l- allow a client to pay, say, two hundred thousand dollars for a renovation? No. But you can't you can't fucking text them back? How no. how do they feel confident in you and in what you're providing for them? That makes no sense. Zero. Zero. Monday to Friday. I actually do Monday to Saturday. Yeah, I do Monday uh, to Saturday. Sunday, I if it's important, I'll respond. If not, it's Monday morning. I actually first start thing. earlier. First I start thing. I start five in the morning. Yeah. I can't so, respond to a client at five in the morning. No, no, on an email on an email. email I can. Yeah, so yeah. that's what I do is I usually sit down at five in the morning and I'll look at all the emails and I'll respond right then and there. Yeah. Because I've got a clear mind. Yes. I've got a clear mind. I could read the email, I can see the scope, I can actually dissect it. Respond properly and address whatever concerns, issues, or whatever, and then get it off. Nowadays, it's hard to to like schedule your trades because everybody's super fucking busy. You know, they say they're going to come today, but they're not tomorrow. So if I get a text from a trade, listen, be there tomorrow at 7 a.m., right away, boom, I go right to the client. Listen, please expect so-and-so at 7.30 in the morning. Are you going to be there to let them in? If not, I can I can be there. And they love it. Thank you so much for the And the trade follows and, through yeah. and everything's good? Yeah, and everything's good. We're moving forward. Today... My taper got into a car accident, so today that's was a different. Little, that's different, right? Yeah, Some shit are, unforeseen is out of your control. circumstances, but man. But lately, it's been really hard to manage these fucking trades because everybody's too busy and they take on too. What work, is it? Too is much that work. what it is? They're taking on too they're much. Taking on too much work. They can't okay. say fucking no, and they're just trying to please the world. I've been noticing. I don't know if you've been noticing because I know you spend a little bit of time on IG. A lot more yep. guys are advertising on IG. They're doing sponsored yep. ads. Yep. A lot more guys are reaching out to me asking about work. Right. I don't think everybody is as busy as they were at the start of this year. I think that some trades are seeing a low. Right. And they've gotten so used to a year and a year and a half of like steady, strong work. I think the ones that are seeing a low are the ones that you shouldn't be hiring. You think so? I think so. Mm, uh, I think so. I think the good trades are going to be busy for a long time. And good trades, they should be busy because it's hard to find tradespeople. Here's the other flip side, though, David. It's like I'm also noticing guys are tired, man. 
Of course they're tired. Like we, okay, first of all, days a week, 12 no, hours a day. Yeah, no, nobody's been vacationing. Yeah. I don't care what you say. Hopping into your car and going for a road trip somewhere in Canada here. That's, and not, a look here, that's not a vacation. No, I need a beach and I need. You, you need to get yeah. through security and yeah. get on a plane and, and disconnect. Agreed. Right. Yeah. And, and that's actually a mental thing. And I think that's why guys, I think, are a little more tired because they've been doing. OK, so even if they're doing five days a week, they're probably doing two personal days a week as well, too. Right. So they're doing work at home or they're doing work for friends. So all of a sudden now they're working seven days a week and that's been going on for 18 months, 20 months. Right. No vacation at all. None whatsoever. And I think mentally and physically they're drained. Yeah. Everyone's drained. I'm drained. You're drained. Everyone's drained. So what are we going to do? You you want this to keep on going? We got to take a little break, no? We do need a break. We need a break, man. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Breaks are good. My plan is I'm booked up, like I said, April, May. And then I'm going to take three weeks. What are you always trying to do? You're always trying to book like eight months in advance? Ideally? If I can stay four or five months ahead, I'm good. What's the leanest you've ever been? Like a month? Yeah. Yeah. But, but even month. at that point, a phone call probably comes in. Yeah. Can you take care of this bathroom? Yeah, yeah. and then all of a sudden you you're, like, you're looking like fucking six months old. You're well, like, that's oh, where the yeah. beauty of subtrades comes in, right? Because now you it could is. they can go float and work for somebody else, and they can go yeah. float and do your job. Yeah, no, and, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I've had a team before in the past, not under Luco, but under another. You know, I would seven guys, and we were doing a specific project downtown Toronto. It's funny because I just pop up out of nowhere. I'd sit and watch in the corner, and everybody's fucking the dog, having a cigarette. <laughs> Nobody's working, but you're paying these guys 28 bucks an hour. There's seven guys on site. Figure that math out, man. And nobody's doing anything. No productions. Get. It costs you more fucking money to have them there. So they didn't know who you were? Well, they knew, but I'd hide. I'd hide around the corner and I'd just watch for half an hour. And then I'd walk okay. in and I'd be like, oh, guys, look, lunchtime? I didn't know lunch was at fucking 1030. As a business owner, you know? how does that make you feel? Terrible. You're pissed. Very pissed. You're fucking. You're spending all this money to have these guys that you think are going to perform for you. You went to bat, yeah, to present and them. And not only that, when the owners come in and everyone's sitting around fucking the dog all day, right? It reflects badly on you. So, and that's why I like the GC thing. Guys come in, they get their job done, they move on. Boom. Done. That's it. And all it is is just a management at that point, scheduling guys. And they're professionals at what they do. My electrician, my plumber, my HVAC guy, my drywall guy. My flooring guy, my tug, or my hardwood but installer. My, don't that's you all get, they do. Don't you get envious sometimes when you're like, I wish I was just a trade where I just came in and I just had to frame. As soon as I'm done framing, <laughs> I'm gone. Yeah, but it gets boring. <sighs> but it's I mean, repetitive. I don't. I don't like. I like. I like the projects because everyone's different and everyone. Everyone has. But like you said earlier has, on, man, that last ten percent. That I last know, but check. it's just another challenge you got to get through. <sighs> and I like that. I like the challenge of different projects yeah. everyone is different everyone's unique they're not all the same and that's what i really like if i had to frame every single day or sling drywall I'd every single bal- day i go ballistic man i man, go listen, i live in a condo me. i'd probably jump I'd, 17 floors I'd, man I'd go, <laughs> trust me i I'd, I'd go ballistic too i agree with you but i just i get envious sometimes when i look at them they come yes. in they set up they do their job they're, they're amazing at their job and then they leave oh they leave a mess they don't have to fucking depends clean on up. who it they is. They don't have to clean up after I know. themselves. It depends Mostly the drywall on. guys because yeah. most of them are unions. So the electricians with all the little cutoffs. The, I, yeah, get exactly. I get it. I get it. During the finishing stage, I yeah. get it. I know. Oh, and I, you know, I lose my mind all the time on the electricians. Yeah. I did it the other. I did it the other day. For what why, reason? Why, for the for the little cutoffs <laughs> all over the floor. Listen, we have First floor protection all, down, but like. But on the edges, you don't. <laughs> there you go. Okay, and you don't for a reason. There you go. Yeah. But the thing is, I think every electrician, I don't care how many tools or how many fancy screwdrivers you have that are insulated and they're extra long and all this other stuff, you better set aside 200 bucks to buy a cordless battery vacuum. Yeah. A little, little tiny little bucket vacuum. Listen, okay? I'll even do it. I'll leave it there. 
just use it. No, no, no. I want them to buy one. <laughs> oh, okay. I want them okay. to buy one as part of their arsenal. With their, it goes along with the four right. foot. They're ladder. already charging us a premium that, at this point. No, anyway, so. come on. It's a two hundred. If if that, if you get a Bosch one, it'll be like a hundred bucks, a hundred and fifty bucks for that battery. Ah, that, it's, I used to be a Bosch guy. What are you now? I went to Walt. Why'd you go yellow? Oh, you, I never, I never liked, <laughs> I never liked yellow. I fucking hated the yellow. So I why'd you go totally yellow then? Against it. Why? I bought a hammer drill and impact from Dewalt. From Dewalt. Okay, so you know for a fact contractor that, grade one. Okay, but you know that SDS was invented by Bosch, right? I know. Makita Dewalt. My hammer drill. Ma- my, Milwaukee. My, sorry, all my chipping them. gun. My demo hammer. That's Bosch. Yes. Everything else is Dewalt. You know why? All my batteries are the same. I have battery operated framing nailer, chop saw, everything you can imagine. And you know what? When I bought the drills, I liked it. And I didn't think I was going to like it, but I did. The batteries last. It's good quality. It's made in U.S. It's not bad. That's debatable, by the way. Made in U.S. Okay, this, maybe the box was. Uh, I'm just saying. No, on. no. I think actually I, I looked it up at one time. DeWalt is made in several countries. Okay. China, Mexico. Okay. And the U.S. But they're made all over the world, right? Yeah. So that's the thing about it. But, I mean, listen. I was always Makita. I had a problem really? with batteries. Always battery problems. With Makita's batteries? Yeah. Batteries and the chargers. What they weren't charging? They weren't charging, and then I go buy a new charger, and then the charger doesn't work, and then I got. By the time you buy a charger and a fucking battery, you might as well just buy a whole new set. Did you speak to anybody about it, or they just didn't care at that point? Went on with my business, and then you just went with Dewalt. Yeah, and you haven't had a problem with it at all. No problem with the batteries. Zero. Other than they're huge and they're heavy. I have no problem. I'm actually enjoying it. Really, I have to say, and I always was against. You know why I was against it? Because Mike Holmes used it. Always against the wall because that overall. So you didn't want to buy it because Mike was using it. Hundred percent. But now Mike's using what? Whatever he can get paid for. And I drive a Dodge, and he used to drive a Dodge. That pisses me off a little bit too. I don't know what he's driving. I don't. Everyone's Dodge. Dodge sponsors everybody. Really? Yeah. Bomber's Dodge. No, he's not. He was. He was, and then he went to Nissan. Oh yeah, that's right. He went to Nissan. I would never drive. I don't even think it's number four. I would never drive a. A Nissan pickup truck? Never. No. But but or wait a minute. But Bomber's driving it, though. What's that? A legitimate contractor that has six months' experience is driving it. Right. <laughs> six months of real-world experience. My, maybe I'll trade mine in, then. So you didn't, you bought, you didn't want to buy DeWalt because Mike was using it. Yeah. I was, I, I, yeah. But I as far as I know, time. Mike went through, like, almost every brand. I think Wasn't he, he a plumber? Mike? Yeah. No, he was a GC. He was a regular contractor. He was just a regular contractor. He was, reno- he was renovating a producer's house. Yeah. And he has his, his name, yep. right? And the producer says, holy crap, like you're like the name and like you're Superman. Like right. this is like what it is. You should be a show. Right. And he's just like, I didn't want to be on. I don't want to do a show. Elf, it was the best. Then, and then that's it. Then the, the producer. And, and the white yeah, the producer's the one that put him on TV and that's it. And the rest is history from there. Hey, I mean, he's built a good thing for himself. That's debatable too. Maybe yeah, not the homeowners, was, but for himself, he's for, exactly. <laughs> you said he built a good thing, and that's debatable for himself. Yeah, yeah you got yeah, that for right. Himself, yeah, for sure. That's what it is, no, right? So I was always against the wall because of that. But again, it's not a fair representation of the construction industry. No, it's not. That's what I have a problem with. A lot of people ask me, "Why do you pick on them, Manny?" I was going, "It's not a fair representation of the construction industry." Yeah, I'll agree with that all day long. I really I shot wanted a pilot for a show. We we spoke. Yeah, about you talked. You, you we brought it up. This. You brought it up, and, and you told me. And I know it just, it's all fake. You it's went. You fake. went through the whole thing, and I can. And I've had other guys reach out to me, going, "Listen, Manny, so and so is asking me about possibly doing a show," and I would just tell them, "Guys, just read the fine print of the shopping agreement." Yeah, I rather That's, do this every day of the week than be on TV and show people fake shit. <laughs> They want you to fake it though, yeah, of course. And their mandate is because nobody wants to watch real construction, and I thousand percent disagree really with that. Know what real construction is, because then they have this expectation of 
oh my God, I'm going to get this, but then I get this. Well, why is it taking a month to do this when they did it in 45 minutes? The people that are watching these shows only care about watching these shows for the fact that it's considered their term, rental porn. Yes. It's just renovations that are outside of their scope that they'll never get for themselves, but mm-hmm. they can sit there with their significant other and just go, wouldn't it be nice? <laughs> but they really don't get close. You never see the cameras get so close to the way that you as a GC, how close do you get to your houses when you're closing them up and you give them to your clients? How close do you get? How, how close do your clients get? How close do they look at all the finishing details on the trend, the miters? I walk my clients through every single Little detail. detail. Yeah. But you never I educate see, them. I swear to you. I educate on, them on what we do. Like, it's funny because I'm not like most. I'm, I'm a little bit different. Like, I'll educate clients on why we do things a certain way and why this is the way we do things. And Are they taking of, mental notes? Are they listening? Uh, for the most part, I think they, they respect it. Yeah. That I take the time to do it. And I think it's important as a contractor to do certain things like that because they build confidence in you when you educate them. Well, you're taking pride, man. Yeah, a lot of pride. So your team my blood and my delivered sweat, my yeah. your name, yeah. your brand, you, you want to show it off. 100%. So different than a parent showing off their kid, like, or what right. they have accomplished. The house that you just built is your kid. Yep. You're proud of it. This yep. is what my team did. You're proud of it. Yep. Now you can have all your family memories that you want. You can have your get-togethers. You can yeah, have... We go to certain extents that, like, not a lot of people do. Like, we're, we're doing a pretty big job at the Soho, uh, downtown Toronto. Condo. Condo. Three-story three story penthouse condo. Three-story penthouse yeah, it's, condo. It's stunning. It's stunning. It's, it's great. Still, uh, it's a condo, though. We'll, we'll be out of there next week. Uh, we're wrapping up. It's great. Renovated the whole thing? Yep. Top to bottom, full gut. Uh, right so to the bones. new, though. It's Relic. almost 20 years old. Yeah, man. Holy 18, shit. Time has been they, going by 18 years, the fast, man. So, yeah. We do certain things a lot, not, not a lot of guys do. Like the main floor, we went through and handpicked every single piece of engineer flooring that's going to go down. We took all the knots and put it on the third floor so that there's no knots on the first floor. So it's just clean hardwood. Stunning. So you guys open up all the boxes? 100%. We handpicked every single piece for the first floor. That was you or that was their request? That was me. Wow. That's the extent I go to for yeah. clients to make sure that it's done. And it's when you walk in there, you go, holy shit. First, so now you first got impression, premium. man. Yeah, no, you got 10 seconds. Sure. When somebody opens that door, they're going to go, whoa. Right? So we took all the variations. We hid it in closets. We put it under vanities. We put them in places where you're never going to see it. You're gluing all that stuff down, no? Yeah. In condos, you yeah. are. Yeah, we did. And it was funny because the third floor, this guy wants to throw a party. So on the third floor, he's actually above another unit. So we did a six mil rhino guard sound barrier. So on the third floor, he's on a, what, partially over another He's partially over another unit. So we did a six mil rhino guard sound barrier, glue down. We glued down five-eighths plywood. Then we put another six mil, yeah, yeah, listen to this shit. Another six mil rhino guard uh, sound barrier down, and then we put down the three-quarter inch engineer right on top. What's the rhino guard saying regarding sound absorption and reduction? What Um, are they? They said it's going to work. But they need to do the rest of the room. So he's going to get some art, acoustical art, okay. to absorb the bass yeah. and absorb that yeah. stuff. Because there's only Fabrics so much. Fabrics of some sort. Yeah. yeah. And then he's going to do some ceiling stuff as well. Why did he want the third floor that um, quiet? Because uh, he's got a massive terrace. He's a younger guy, so he's going to throw some parties there. And he got doesn't it. want to disrupt the rest of the people. So yeah, That's nice some and crazy extents that. to do. It was, it was wild. But then so. condo, in and out of the elevator, and in and out. One and done. Remember? Yeah, I know. First and last. I just <laughs> sure you did it, but the yep. thing is, he's got neighbors. Yep. 
And they're going right. to be like, oh, they're gonna hey, give David a call. Give David a call. Give David a call. <laughs> no, no, no. I, no, no, thank you. <laughs> I know, but I mean, Toronto is a city of condos, man. So, yeah. and all these condos do not last, man. No. The way they're built, they're not built properly. Oh, well, we took this thing apart. Uh, I was shocked. What were you seeing? What kind of stuff, man? Like it was just shaking your head stuff? Yeah. How are the bathrooms? They're all set up with liners, aren't they? Uh, yeah. They're, yeah. They're all liners. It's just the framing, man. One and five eighths to hold tiles up. Really? I'm like... They're using metal studs at metal one and five eights. Yeah, well, they have to use metal, but yeah, one and five eights. It's all Mickey Bells. dude. You could like, and then behind that wall is a pocket door, so it's just hollow. Like, what is that? It's a joke. You can like with your hand. It actually push, has flex. Like, has flexibility. Wow, it's wild. It's it's absolutely wild. We had to rebuild it the way it was, and I said I don't feel comfortable doing this, especially with a large format tile. Like, if you're throwing parties, like you say you're gonna throw parties, and you know two people go into the shower, and they're doing their thing, and yeah, it's everybody's on. It's on display, right? Yeah. So I mean, three floors. How many square feet we're talking about here? I think the whole thing's about twenty four hundred square feet. Twenty four hundred square foot penthouse. Yeah, that's like a mil and a half, two million. Keep going. Three? No, not not what after you did the work. Before? Yeah. Just under two. Just under two yeah. for that, and you're getting inch and five eighths metal studs in the yeah. bathroom walls. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a joke. It's Who's a joke. the builder of Soho? I don't know. I couldn't well, tell you. He, his pockets are lined. Oh, big time. But I mean, that's how it is. That's how it is. What do we do? We can't change it. I can't change it. It's the view. As soon as you get in there, you look out the window. Protest like everybody else protesting about fucking everything nowadays. We're not going to get anywhere. (laughs) But then, but you try so much we can do. But you, but you're trying to avoid all these guys coming into the construction industry that are doing shoddy work. Right. You're trying to get them out of the industry. But it's the big developers that are doing most of the shoddy work. That's why I never got on that kind of scale. I never got into the renovation stuff, but that big stuff. Yeah, because they just turn it out. Yeah, it's a joke. All they really care about is meeting the, the codes, the fire and the sound codes. Yep. That's all they care yeah, yeah, about. Yeah. And then they'll slap on whatever tile that they can find. They slap on whatever vinyl flooring yeah, planks, bad, whatever. It was, um, I, was, I was quite shocked. What were you guys ripping out? You were ripping out laminate. No. No? What were no, you? hardwood, bamboo. Oh, really? Yeah. We took out there. We did three floors of bamboo and about three quarters to an inch of floor leveler. Re-leveled everything. For anybody who down. bought bamboo flooring in Canada, yes. you're a moron. <laughs> bamboo flooring in Canada makes no sense. Right. I'm sorry. It doesn't make any sense, man. They're probably the same people that are buying glass block. I just, it makes <laughs> no sense, man. Right. I know that there was a rage, like, I'm going to guess seven years ago. All this bamboo floor came in. It was wild. Everybody had it. Sustainability. Oh, I bamboo. I bamboo. We're saving the world, and we're going to just say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You didn't save anything, man. There was probably more chemicals in those things. It was insane. Sure, the actual raw material is saving the planet. I get that. But the problem is that the manufacturing of that product. What goes into that product. Yeah. yeah. And then it being installed the way it was installed, and then all of a sudden comes the seasons, man. And right. it just gap, open up, split, yep. crack, all this crap. Bamboo flooring has no... And I have yet to see another flooring in anybody. You don't have any bamboo here. No. Nobody I, carries no, bamboo anymore. Nobody. I don't think I've seen it. And I've been to a lot of flooring companies lately just to see what everybody's got. I don't think I've even there seen it. There might be one store in Canada that's probably carrying the 5-inch parquet and bamboo flooring. And you can get it in honey in both of them, man. That's oh, what they're amazing. probably doing. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to yeah. chat about, David? Yeah. What else, man? We want to try to wrap um, it up soon. No, I think I think we're good, man. Did we like, touch we upon got, everything? Where's it going? Me? Where's Luca going? Where's Where were you headed now, man? Like right now? No, like I mean, <laughs> do, do you want to get bigger 
or yeah, you, you're man, happy where you're at? I, like I said, we're going to get into the custom builds. We're going to get back into that industry. I want to open another store out in St. Catherine's Way because things have been booming out there. That makes sense. Um, yeah, man, I just want to spread my wings and go for a bit as long as I can. And you don't want to hang the tools up eventually and um, hand it off to somebody else? No, not yet. Not my yet? Kid, my kids are young. I've got an eight and a six-year-old. Uh, oh, so them. you're doing that, and, eh? Yeah. You're so doing one, the smart thing. One is thing. Luca, one is Nico. And the reason why my company is Luco is because I combined the names, kind of okay. like Matt and me did with Matt and Amy. So it's Luco, which is Luca and Nico. So uh, okay, I got maybe it. one day one of them will get it. One wants to be an engineer and one wants to be an architect. So we'll never know. We, we don't know. So we'll maybe see. they'll draw and they'll red stamp and yeah. then you'll still you guys, build you just it. Just put Lego together. It's fucking wild. Yeah, it's I insane. can't even do it like they do. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, man. I um yeah, I wanna build I wanna build the brand. Sky's the limit. You know But you don't have much faith in the the general workforce that's out there right now. I don't. I don't. You think it'll get better once this pandemic is done and, and everyone's hope, not I, on CERB? I hope so. I think, you know, been they, sitting we around. need to do more for kids and, and uh, the youth and people going to university with trades and, you know, trades I think it needs to go back that. into high school, man. I think I think really that, that we have to bring it back. I know that they kicked it out because of insurance and legal yep. reasons. But I think that back. if you bring it back and you get a competent teacher and you, you get students, maybe you vet the students. Yep. You interview the students and make sure that this student's not going to fucking chop off a hand or something like that. Right. Yeah, maybe you vet the students and you get it back into the high schools. I bet you any money... A good 10, 15% of the students that are in high schools want to learn about the trades. Oh, of course. But, you you know, you have these parents where it's like construction. Construction. You're not going to work construction. What, you want to be a loser your whole life? Every single one of my friends, and I've been friends with these guys since grade school and high school. Everybody's in trades. Everybody's very successful. They have happy life, great family, kids. Everybody does well. This is where the world's going. You don't need to be a doctor. You don't no. need to be a lawyer. You, no, need, to no, educate, no, the, you need to educate the kids that, listen, if you don't want to be a doctor, you don't want to be a lawyer, you should maybe look at some trades. Look at being an electrician. Look at being an HVAC guy. Look at being a plumber. You can do very well. You know, just one more dig at the TV shows. It's a shame that none of the shows actually inspired any kids to get into construction. Not one of them. I don't think any of the shows ever Zero. did. I don't think they actually talk about this is a career option. This is what you should do. Yep. This is what you should try. I don't think so. They may know. think that they do, but I don't think they do. I don't think they do. I don't think they contribute I don't to think anybody. Any, anyone I've never seen it. No. I think I think a lot more guys and girls on Instagram on social media inspire other people to get into trades right. more so than the TV shows. Right. That's yeah. what I think. Yeah. And I think you know, maybe after listening to that, I might do so. You know, and try to help that. Try to get more kids into it. Like listen, I, it's, I, it's one a of the challenge guys that works for me. Like I said, I got the one guy. He's my cousin. He's 21 years old. He learned the same way I did yeah. from no known from yeah. family. This kid's 21 years old. And he's got to he, drive. All the trim you're looking at, he did it all. Okay. He can frame, like, he's fucking spectacular. He can finish carpentry, drywall. He can do a first coat of mud. He's very, very talented. He's working for you right now? Or? Yeah, he's working for me and he's going to university, but he's online. Yeah, he's not in, in class. So he's What's he great. studying at university? Uh, I'm not sure, truthfully. Okay. Uh, he's in finance of some sort. But, um, but he's got a love for the construction. He does. And he actually, it's funny because I bought the work van, got it on the road, and then for him, and then two days later, he told me, listen, I opened up my own business doing decks and fences. And this kid was jammed all summer long. And if Good he had him, a day, man. he'd help me. But yeah. 21 years old, man, this kid hustled seven days a week. There's no 21 year old out there like that. There's no fucking way. Bring decks, him to decks me. And bring fences bring is him a great to me because I want to see it because yeah. I haven't seen it to this day. Because I have a brother who's 20, a step, or sorry, half brother who's 21. Kid, if he swung a hammer, he'd fucking 
take his fingers off. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, but you know, he's very talented at what he does and I can trust him to be on a job site because he actually knows. He actually knows, which is wild for a 21 year old. It'd be nice to see more 21 year olds out there like that. Is he a DeWalt guy? He's a Milwaukee guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, so he lost his way, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to bring him back, but whatever. It is what it is. Teach their own, man. <laughs> to each a hey, yellow, blue, I've always red, said whatever. whatever tools work for you. I don't yep. give a shit what as long color as the they job are. at the end of the day that's is fucking the, spectacular, the, what, and the homeowners it. are happy with it. And I feel it, confident man. that this podcast will never be brought to you by Dewalt. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> David, it's a pleasure talking to pleasure, you. We got one pleasure. last segment to do here. So, Luco Design and build www.luco.ca david at luco.ca facebook is luco design build and on instagram it's luco design build everyone give him a follow reach out to him pick his brain now hey, let's thank do you so much brother last segment it. here Ooh. you know about this no of course you don't know man what is your favorite construction word what is my favorite construction work word oh word word like cameo word smash smash Break. i like demo man you get some frustration out <laughs> What is your least favorite construction word? Plumbing. I fucking you know, hate plumbing. You hate plumbing? Yeah. All Plumbers the shit make, that comes with it. They make a lot of money, man. Yeah, they do. Per fixture. What turns you on in construction? Yeah, we're going to go back to the new builds. The smell of when you strip a fucking foundation. And there is a distinctive it's smell. Like, it's just like, yeah. You know what that means? Production. It's start. a distinctive smell. It's like, oh, okay, now we can start moving. You're getting out of the hole. Yeah. What turns you <laughs> off in construction? What turns me off? Uneducated people and unreliable trades. These usually go hand in hand. Yeah. That's why. They, that's why. <laughs> what is your favorite curse word, or it could be in a phrase? It could be in a different language. So... <laughs> Bunch of friends we used to work on the railway back in the day. We were like 18 years old. Four, five, six. So four, fuck, six. <laughs> four, fuck, six. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah, Ryan from DGR, he'll know exactly what I'm talking four, about. Four, fuck, six. <laughs> or go for coffee. Go for coffee. <laughs> what is your favorite car or truck or bike or vehicle? Truck? <sighs> Any vehicle. I'm not going to say truck. Because then I'm going to look bad. Any vehicle. Anything. My 911 Toro. Yes. Yeah. Yeah? That's my baby. Hopefully when I'm 40, I have one. I got two more years to go. Silver? Keep no. it German silver? I got to go black. Black? Yeah. Hmm. Calipers will stick out. Mm -hmm. What is your least favorite car, truck, or bike, or vehicle? A Mazda Miata. <laughs> <laughs> when a when a male's driving it, nothing screams more. I just failed what? in my life. What kind of man drives a fucking Mazda Miata? That's his weekend car because his everyday car is a smart car. Uh, what construction sound or noise do you love? Chipping gun. Love Chipping it. gun. Yeah, demo. Back to the Back smash to demo. demo. Yeah, love it. The start it's loud of something. Fuck, but whatever. Maybe that's why I'm half deaf because I don't wear protection. <laughs> what construction sound or noise do you hate? Compressor. You don't like the compressor? When, I, when I'm doing finished carpentry, when I hear that compressor go Going off, off? it drives me nuts. I love it. Man. Yeah, no, I can't do it. I love it. <laughs> I can't do it. Uh, what profession other than your own would you like to attempt one day? HVAC. HVAC? Yeah, a little bit of everything plumbing, electrical, heating, cooling. 
It's true. Best of three. Electrical, worlds. yeah. yeah they yeah. gas, yeah. And yeah. plumbing. Yeah. Well, four, yeah, gas. Yeah. They touch all yeah. of them. Touch I know. All. They're like the the quarterbacks of coming onto the job site because yeah. all the other trades going. Ah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> what profession would you? Chainsaw the shit out of everything. <laughs> yeah, they make a mess. I know. Hey, don't bring the chainsaw <laughs> in, man. They bring in the Milwaukee packouts and have everything in there. What profession would you not like to do? Plumber. Still with the plumber? Yeah, man. Okay. Who the hell wants to be a plumber? I don't know, you man. You got, you got a hatred okay, for man. plumber. I did a job once where did the job, everything was good, and then... I know plumbers the, that drive 911. The, the tu- yeah, I know, me too. <laughs> Fuck. The, tub was, the tub was clogged. Wasn't wasn't draining. So I went below, opened up everything. I got a... Um, what do you call this? A, a hole saw? No, not no. the hole saw. I opened oh, up yeah, the plumbing. Snake. The, the, the snake. The snake, yeah. Yeah, and when I pulled it out, I fucking shit everywhere, dude. Never again in my life. It's disgusting on the walls. All over, I almost I like threw up in my. I've mouth. been there before yeah. when we're working on an old house and or you have to cut tanks. into the clay. You yeah. got to cut into the clay, and all of a sudden you hear someone upstairs on the third floor flushing the toilet, and all you see is your life flash before your eyes. Or you break into a septic tank and that starts splashing oh. everywhere. Oh, thank you, man. But that's why they drive the 911s. <laughs> yeah. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates, David? Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> what else? What Welcome. Is, turn around. Well, you don't want you don't want him to say turn around, <laughs> no, man. No, man. David, thank you very much. It's thank been a great you. show, guys. Honestly, check him out. Luco Design and Build. www.luco.ca. David at luco.ca. Luco Design Build on Facebook and at Luco Design Build. Thank you. So man. you're sell, you're selling all this material too. We can walk in sure, trades. Man. We can walk can. in. You we can bring our discount? clients in here. Of course. Okay, totally. Yeah. So everyone knows that then. We can totally do that. I'm going to put the handles and everything on the podcast. There everyone can see it. Check it out. Thank you very much, sir. I really appreciate Thank you, man. You're spending appreciate time it. and checking it out. Yep. Okay. Take care, everybody.